My name is Crystal Bunch and I am the host of The Artist Speaks on KZMU Moab. And today I have the pleasure of virtually chatting with Begonia, but also known as Alexa Dirks. So I'll, I will probably refer to you as both of those as I stumble <laughs> through the interviews as I always do. But thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm super stoked to be chatting with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and the reason we came together here today is because you just released a new album in February of 2023 titled Powder Blue, and it was released under Birthday Cake Records. Before that, this is followed, you followed up with the 2017 EP Lady in Mind and the LP, your debut LP in 2019, which was Fear. So you've got a little bit under your belt. We have a new album out now. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I want to get started. The new album, in my opinion, is like a trip hop. It's got some pop. It's got some R&B. But I like to hear best from what you think and how you interpret that. So the album consists of 12 tracks. Um, We'll get into some of my favorite tracks later as we start talking about that part. But how was this album dreamed up? And is it alike or different than the others? Like you tell me, let's talk about powder blue. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, dreamed up really, uh, when I started writing for this album, I didn't necessarily know that I was writing for an album. I mean, I started just like, I have kind of this production duo who I write all my stuff with their name is dead men. They live in, I write all my stuff with them. They are from Winnipeg originally. They just moved there. Uh, so in Winnipeg, we would just be writing whenever I'd be off tour. And I didn't necessarily know that I was accumulating songs for an album. But then when pandemic lockdowns hit and at first I wasn't feeling creative at all. And then about a year in, I was like, OK, well, I, I want to do something. I started kind of looking into the archives of like what I had written. And so then some of the albums started years ago without me even knowing it. And then some of it was completed during the pandemic lockdown. So it was kind of like this, it wasn't like I sat there and was like, all right, powder blue, here we go. It was like, I wrote the songs and then I was like, okay, I think this is an album. And then I was like, okay, I think I know the name of it. Like it all kind of came together, I guess organically, but yeah, it wasn't necessarily pre plan pre-ordained like that wasn't it wasn't a dream come true well I guess it was but it wasn't like this is what I'm going to do it was like yeah it was definitely a dream come true to make another album like when I put out my first full-length fear I was literally afraid like I was so (laughs) caught up in my anxiety and everything and I had never done anything like that before I'd put the EP out beforehand but nothing like that in that way and I didn't have really a reference point. Yeah. Uh, so then putting this one out, like to me, it's always just like, my goal is always to just keep going and to keep making stuff. And I don't have this like grand plan of like taking over the world, like, and be <laughs> like, whatever, like cool, being famous, cool. Like showing up to places and having people show up is so cool. But like, my goal is just to keep making art. So it's always like, okay, I did it again. Okay. Cross your fingers. Like it always just feels like I'm pulling something off or like, (laughs) like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I got a, I have a strong imposter syndrome in me. So whenever I complete a task like that, it's so satisfying, but also just like, okay, I did it. I didn't know that I could. And I did. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, I, I do not make music, but I can only imagine like, then you have it and you're so proud, but you're like, okay, now I got to let other people listen. 
yeah what happens then um so yeah like good for you for doing it and and continuing to do it this new album is great um the two two of my favorite tracks on it are heaven and married by elvis um but again like i i got here this morning and i turned it on and listened to it straight through again so they're all really good i like the way they all kind of flow from one track to the next it's like almost for me like a story that's happening instead of you know you have this like one tone and then like a completely different tone like for me it flows amazingly well um but what are some of your favorite tracks on it oh i love i love that and i love uh the way that you described it as kind of like a story because i definitely put a lot of thought and like effort into the track listing like i really care about like the flow at least for me it's like I I don't necessarily have like a formula but it's like I think about it and when a song ends and another song begins I just want that satisfying feeling (laughs) um some of my favorite tracks I mean I have a special place in my heart for all of them but I think some of the ones that are a bit even more personal it's a track like Marigold uh, a track like Butterfly I mean yeah it's all kind of each one of them has a special place for me, but those two are kind of, and those are the ones that didn't necessarily get like full single treatment. So they have like special places in my heart. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, we encourage the DJs here, you know, when, when I put this new music in and we've already had some singles floating around, I encourage them like pick the B-side track, you know, find something that hasn't been out there for six months already. Like push that one, find that one, find what you love, not what <laughs> everyone else like seem to love. Um, yeah. And I mean, sometimes we can think like from our team too, like, okay, this is the single, this is the one and you put it out there and then maybe it doesn't hit like you think it would. And then there's a B side one that comes out like a B side one that you perceive yeah. as a B side coming yeah. out of the woodwork. And that's the one that people gravitate towards. So it's like, it's always so interesting. Once you put it out there, you never know. Like you can think that, you know, but you can't control it once it's out there, which I, which I love. And it's just also terrifying, (laughs) you know, but I think it's also really cool because when you have music like that, that people can relate to, this is also an album that I feel like it, it has a lot of emotion and depending on what mood you're in, whether you're just going to chill and like relax or whether you kind of want that, like pick me, pick me up with some of the, the more trip hop, like tracks with the beats in it like it you it's got something for what that mood is so I think too for me like loving music no matter what album it is depending on where I'm at that day might be a different favorite track like when people ask me what's your favorite track I don't know like (laughs) you know I can tell you like I really were drawn to these first or these are the ones I've been playing on my show but like to pick one track I think I would have to have this like monotone mood all the time it's tough it's it's tough and and totally it's like whatever mood you're in that's the beauty of music (laughs) there's so much out there to just like affect you in different ways depending on what mood you're in so yeah absolutely well when did you decide you wanted to become a musician when did you start singing or playing instruments or I mean I started singing when I was a kid like uh, a story you've probably heard before. Like I sang in church growing up and like, I always, it was always a passion of mine. I didn't have any, there's no musicians in my family. So I didn't necessarily have like a blueprint of like how to do it. But my dad is a visual artist. And I mean, my mom worked at a bank. We had a humble, like she's a teller. We had a humble, uh, upbringing, but it was, so it wasn't necessarily like, this is what you do, but I definitely 
had a, an idea of like an alternative lifestyle, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was always like a dream of mine, but I just never knew how a person even did it. But then I kind of joined a a band of like teenagers from one of the church groups that I was singing with. And then we, we turned it 18 and we were like, we want to play in bars and we kind of distanced ourselves from the church a bit and then started playing in bars. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. It was like me being with the right people at the right time, Mm -hmm. just making connections, not even realizing that I was building a career, just doing the thing that I loved. And then I was like to my parents, like, I'm quitting my full-time job. I'm going to do music. And they were like, what? How how can you even do that? And I was like, I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it, for me, it felt all very like serendipitous and it doesn't always happen like that, but yeah. No, that's super cool. And, and you've been I obviously doing it ever since. Well, I have your website down here. Hello, begonia.com. Well, thank you so much. Oh, wait, I have fun questions. I oh, always hey, love with about the fun questions. All right. <laughs> Dream venue. If you could play any venue in the world, what would you play? You know, I really want to play Red Rocks in Colorado. I'd really want to do that. If I could, that's one on my list for sure. Perfect. Dream collaboration with an artist alive or dead. Uh, Fiona Apple or Erica Badu or Stevie Wonder or (laughs) Joni Mitchell or I don't know. There's the list. The list is large. Awesome. Last one. Guilty pleasure album. You know, I used to feel more guilty about my pleasures and I just don't anymore, but I love, I I don't feel guilty about them anymore. What do I love? I mean, I love like nineties dance music. I mean, like pop music from, yeah, pop music from the nineties and stuff. But I don't feel guilty about it anymore. So yeah. that would be considered a guilty pleasure. No, and you know, I need to maybe reword that because it is. No, like, I get it. I know the connotation is like everyone knows what that means. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, the nineties, eighties, and nineties pop. I mean, I I can jam to some Whitney Houston for sure. Oh, big time! Yeah. All right. Well, Agonia. Alexa, it was amazing chatting with you today. I hope you have an amazing afternoon. And yeah, good luck um, in the future for everybody listening to this. I was here today virtually chatting with Begonia about the new album Powder Blue that was released in February of 2023. You can hear it on KZMU MOA, but it's also on streaming services everywhere and more information at hellobegonia.com. So thank you so much. Thank you.